Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Are you sick of cooking in the summertime? Okay, I know summer technically isn't even here yet, or maybe it is when you're listening. But whether you're sick of cooking or not quite yet, there's a good possibility you will be at some point, probably when that summer heat hits. Tune in for over 25 low or no cook ideas for easy summer dinners. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. We are talking all things summer this month because I know summer feels like a season of its own compared to fall, winter, and spring. Well, okay, I know it's a season of its own, but when our kids are in school, the weather is cooler, life often feels a little bit more structured than in the summertime. Once those lazy days of summer come, we stay out a little later at a friend's house because the sun is out longer. We just don't want to stop sitting on the patio reading with our cold glass of rosé while the kids play in the sprinkler. We need quick meals and we want as little cooking as possible. As much as many of us would prefer to not cook at all during the summertime, some cooking is inevitable. So my goal with this episode is to share with you low and no cook ideas for the summer. My first and probably my favorite next to no cook, actually most of these are pretty much no cook idea for the summertime, is to serve up a charcuterie board or a snack plate. This does not need to be fancy. We do this all the time during the summer. And when I, when I say we, me, <laughs> for the kids in the summertime for lunches, but this totally works for dinner as well for the whole family. So I use the term charcuterie very loosely. 
If you know, you know that charcuterie actually refers to the meat. What we talk about typically when we're talking about charcuterie is a cheese tray. But that's not the only thing that we can serve on a board. So you've got your classic. You can do cheese and cured meat, nuts, jam and honey, crackers and bread, fruit. That's your classic. But why not take it up a notch and do a mezze or antipasto style board? You can take those same cured meats, maybe some mozzarella, pickled or cured vegetables. Think artichoke hearts, marinated garlic, roasted red peppers, sun-dried tomatoes, olives. Think Mediterranean when it comes to cheeses, mozzarella or marinated mozzarella balls, burrata, feta in the brine, goat cheese. Add some grape leaves, falafel, tzatziki, hummus, some sliced vegetables like tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, radishes. You could also add some grilled vegetables as well. Serve it up with some pita bread or some crostini and you have a really delicious very balanced antipasto or mezze style platter. One of our Healthy Mama Cooking Club community members mentioned that she made a hot dog platter and I loved that idea. You can grill up some hot dogs and you can either serve them up whole in the bun or leave them as is and people can add their toppings to the bun as they want to, serve it up with a variety of different condiments. You can do your classic ketchup, mustard, relish, and then mix it up. Do some barbecue sauce, maybe some cheese, maybe some pickled jalapenos. You could do fresh jalapenos too. You could do buffalo sauce and blue cheese, pickled onions or chopped fresh onions. Add some ground meat and do it hot wiener style. If you don't know what that is, I think they also have a version like a Coney Island version, but in Rhode Island, we call them hot wieners, and basically it's ground meat, chopped onions, and mustard on a hot dog, and it's delicious. If you have leftover chili, you can do chili dogs, and you could even make it fancy and do an aioli as well. There's a ton of ideas here. Serve it up with a salad on the side, and dinner is done. You could also do a crudite-focused board with some dips. So I mentioned hummus, tzatziki. You could do a green goddess dip. You could do some sort of a soft cheese. Serve it up with veggies, crackers, cheese on the side for a little bit of protein. You could also do a bruschetta board or a French-style bread board with either toasted baguette or fresh baguette, a good quality butter or a soft spreadable cheese, like I mentioned, like borsin or goat cheese, and then all of the toppings. So fresh tomatoes, cucumber, radishes, olives, Maldon salt to sprinkle on top, sliced hard-cooked eggs. You could even do smoked fish or a smoked fish dip, steamed asparagus grilled vegetables. If you're doing a bruschetta-style board, you can make a mix of the classic tomato, olive oil, basil, and a bit of salt, and then whatever goes with that. You can do prosciutto, reduced balsamic, mozzarella. You could do a strawberry version as well. Strawberry and feta goes really well together. So does strawberry and goat cheese. Anything sweet and salty works really well together. And strawberries also go really well with basil. You could do ricotta as a spread for that as well. Just serve it up with some crusty that you lightly toast in the oven, or you can grill the crostini as well. Really, the sky is the limit with this. You can do whatever you have in the fridge. Pesto is a great topper for this as well. Remember, these don't have to be complicated. You just want to have something that is going to be filling for the family and easy for you. And this is also great if you have guests popping by. 
All right, the second low or no cook summer dinner idea is salads. Of course, I know that not every kid is super jazzed about salads, but we have a couple salads that our family loves, so I thought I would pass those on to you. The first is a DIY Cobb salad. You can do whatever base you want for this. My family really likes romaine. It's crunchy, it's crispy, and it's pretty inexpensive as well. And then we lay out all of the toppings in a DIY format. I like to call this a base meal. And we usually serve it with a couple different dressings as well. I like my homemade herb ranch dressing, but my older kiddo really likes this maple vinaigrette from Trader Joe's that I think is a seasonal item, but we stock up on it. And then I'll get all of the toppings ready. So we will do tomatoes, we'll do bacon, we'll do hard-cooked eggs, we'll do chicken, we'll do avocado. You could add anything you want. doesn't have to be a classic Cobb salad. Lay it all out in bowls. Everyone adds their toppings and dinner is done. It takes a little bit of time, obviously, to get the ingredients together, but it's not a ton of time and it's all very simple and very little cooking. I like to cook the bacon in the oven. Usually I meal prep hard cooked eggs, so those are done ahead of time. And then you can grill the chicken or pan sear the chicken as well. And it really all comes together in about 20 minutes. So if I'm cooking the bacon that day, I'll get the bacon in the oven and get everything else ready while the bacon is in the oven. And remember, shortcuts are okay. If you don't want to make your own homemade salad dressing, then don't. You're making everything else homemade. I think it's all about balance all year round, but especially in the summer. The second salad our family loves is the Green Goddess Cobb Salad. It's a copycat Panera recipe. I know I just mentioned a Cobb salad, but this one's a little bit different. The base is typically power greens or some sort of a spring mix instead of romaine, but you can use romaine if you want to as well. We still do bacon and tomatoes and avocado, but we also add my homemade pickled onions, which take five minutes to prepare. They do sit for about 30 minutes. The longer, the better, but that recipe is on my website. They take next to no time at all, and then I make my homemade green goddess dressing, which takes five minutes. And then we serve this up with grilled chicken, but you could also mix it up and serve it up with some grilled steak as well. It is delicious and it's a different twist on Cobb salad and my family really enjoys that as well. Another salad option is a burger salad. So you can do this with actual grilled burgers or ground meat. Use whatever base you want. It can be romaine. It can even be iceberg lettuce. It could be butter lettuce. And then add anything you would put on a burger. So you can do chopped red onion or white onion. You can do chopped tomato. You can do chopped pickles. You can do cheese if you want to do cheese. And then for a dressing, none other than a homemade Thousand Island dressing. Or you can buy Thousand Island, but it's super simple. It's basically just mayonnaise, ketchup, and relish. Usually I add a little bit of minced onion and lemon juice to it as well, but it truly couldn't be easier. We also love taco salads in my house. So again, same base, something crunchy and refreshing, usually romaine. It's kind of our go-to in the summertime. And then top it with whatever you would top a taco with. So we like to do ground meat with my taco seasoning, black beans, corn. If you have leftover grilled corn that goes delicious on top, chopped tomatoes, red onion, jalapenos, Mexican cheese, cheddar cheese, or cotija cheese. You could also do pickled onions on top or pickled jalapenos, avocado. You could add in some shredded red or green cabbage for a little bit of crunch as well. Really, the base would just be something crunchy, 
with any of your favorite taco toppings on top and some sort of taco protein. And then to dress, you could either just use some salsa to dress it, some guacamole, a little bit of sour cream, or my jalapeno cilantro ranch, which I mentioned in the last episode. It's very kid-friendly. It's not super spicy. Of course, you can make it spicier if you want to, but that is really great and my favorite on top of taco salad. And you can't have a taco salad without some crumbled tortilla chips on top, or the corn chip dippers from Trader Joe's are my favorite to crumble on top. And the last low-cooked salad I want to mention is pasta salad. Of course, you have to cook the pasta ahead of time, but it is so easy to make a pasta ahead and keep it in the fridge and just pull it out for a quick dinner or a side to a dinner. So I have a new BLT ranch salad featuring that homemade herbed ranch dressing on my website right now. In the cooking club, I shared a Southwest pasta salad. You can make a chicken Caesar pasta salad by tossing pasta with some chopped romaine, Caesar dressing, and grilled or pre-cooked breaded chicken to that mix as well. And that's a really tasty twist on Caesar salad. I have a grilled vegetable pasta salad that's pretty simple to prep, especially if you're grilling other vegetables. And you can serve that up with whatever protein you want. Actually, any of them you can serve up with whatever protein you want to. I usually do something like a chicken sausage, which takes little to no time to grill up or pan sear or You could do some extra grilled chicken at the beginning of the week and then serve that as your protein with your pasta salad for a quick dinner. Or you can make something like an antipasto pasta salad that has some chopped salami and some cheese in there, and then you kind of have your protein and your pasta salad all in one. Couple other of my favorite salads really quick, my steakhouse salad. You can grill the steak up on the grill and just throw everything together. That comes together really fast. I mentioned the Caesar salad as a pasta salad, but Caesar salad, very quick to throw together a Caesar dressing. But Caesar salad is literally just romaine tossed with Caesar dressing, a little bit of Parmesan. I like making homemade croutons, but you can totally buy them store-bought as well. And then just put your favorite protein on top, grilled chicken, grilled steak, grilled shrimp, We love grilled salmon on top as well. And if you have leftover romaine and leftover Caesar dressing, you can make a quick chicken Caesar salad wrap for lunch or dinner the next day as well. All right, low and no cook dinner ideas number three, nachos, tacos, and tostadas. We're going to group them all into the same category. I know we already talked about taco salad, but there are so many options here. And if you make one protein, one night you can do tacos. The next night you can do nachos. The next night you could do tostadas. You could have an entire like Mexican week if you wanted to. But the point is that they're super simple and there are so many options. You can use my homemade taco seasoning on any meat. You could also use your Instant Pot or your slow cooker to make salsa verde pork or chicken tinga tacos. I have both of those recipes in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. Super easy. Do not discount using the slow cooker or the Instant Pot in the summertime to make your life easier. There's also a very simple shrimp taco with a really quick shrimp marinade. It only takes about 10 minutes to marinate and shrimp only takes a couple minutes to cook up. So those are a really delicious kind of spicy, not not super spicy, but spicy and sweet 
different option for the summertime, and I serve those up with my Chipotle ranch, and you can use the leftover Chipotle ranch to make my Southwest chicken pasta salad. If you have leftover salsa verde pork or leftover pulled pork without the barbecue sauce or with whatever you want to do, you can make a pulled pork nacho, same thing with the leftover chicken tinga, or any sort of leftover taco meat or taco toppings work really well as nachos. And all you need to do with nachos is top them. I like to layer them. So do one layer with cheese and toppings and then one layer of tortilla chips and then another layer. It's especially important to layer the cheese so there aren't a bunch of naked tortilla chips at the bottom and then do another layer of toppings and then you can broil them for five minutes or so. And then when they come out, you can add any of your fresh toppings. So you could do green onions, you can do cilantro, you can do some sort of a sauce. That jalapeno cilantro ranch is good. The chipotle ranch is really good as well. You can do any sort of beans on here too. If you don't want to do some sort of meat, you could do refried beans, black beans, pinto beans. And the same thing with tostadas. Tostadas are basically individual nachos. So you can toast them yourself in the oven or you can buy pre-made tostada shells and top them with refried beans, any sort of taco meat if you want to do some sort of a meat. I like cotija cheese and then any sort of fresh toppings. I like radishes, tomatoes red onions or pickled red onions, jalapenos or pickled jalapenos. I feel like I'm sharing a lot of the same ingredients with you because I am a big fan of using similar ingredients in multiple meals during the week to save money and to save you time. You can also add some fruit to this as well. So pineapple or mango work really well on tacos, tostadas, and nachos as well. If you're going to put them on nachos, I recommend putting them on at the end. And you can also do this as a DIY taco spread, so a base meal. So you can just have out your taco or tostada shells and then whatever meats you have and then whatever toppings and your family can DIY, put them together themselves, save on food fights. That's one of our favorites to do in our family. And it also works well if you have guests coming over as well. Low or no cook meal idea number four. I talked about a lot of these in last week's episode on shortcut dinners. So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go and listen to that episode. But shortcut bowls are one of my favorite ways to do very little cooking, but have a really nutrient-dense meal. So pre-cooked chicken, either rotisserie chicken or frozen breaded chicken from Trader Joe's or Aldi, frozen or pre-cooked meatballs, leftover grilled meat, frozen or pre-cooked falafel. All of these work really well as easy protein options for a bowl. So as your base to the bowl, you can do quinoa, you could do couscous, you could do rice, coconut rice. You choose your base, add your protein, and whatever toppings you have on hand. Fresh veggies work well for this, so do leftover grilled vegetables. Whenever you are cooking in the summertime, think about how you can maybe make extra For another meal. So one night you do grilled veggies and grilled chicken. Can you make extra chicken and extra grilled veggies and do a grilled vegetable pasta salad the next night or a grilled vegetable pesto sandwich another night or a quick and easy bowl? Another option for bowls is a poke style bowl. If you're not into doing raw meat, if you're not comfortable with raw meat, you can do leftover cooked salmon. You can do canned salmon or tuna. You could do smoked salmon or tuna. 
Or you can do a ceviche style fish where you are lightly cooking the fish in some citrus. Ceviche itself is also a really great easy meal with chips. But back to the poke style bowl, whatever sort of fish you want, or you could do a vegetarian option with some tofu as well. Serve it up with some thinly sliced vegetables. You could do carrots, you can do cucumber, you can do red cabbage or green cabbage if you want to as well. You can do some edamame, avocado. Fruit is typical on a poke bowl too, so you could do mango or pineapple. Crumbled seaweed on top is really good for this too, or you can do a gomasio, a really quick sriracha or a gochujang mayo or a yum yum sauce. We'll top this all off. And if you cook the rice in the rice cooker or the instant pot, you're talking another 20 minute dinner. Okay, number five, let's talk all things sandwiches. When I say sandwich, I mean any sort of bread as the base. So this could be an actual slice of bread or two slices of bread. It could be a pita, it could be a wrap, or it could be non-bread. Again, I shared some of these ideas in the shortcut episode, so head back and listen to that one. But I love using frozen or pre-cooked meatballs as a barbecue chicken wrap, or it doesn't have to be chicken meatballs, just a barbecue meatball wrap or a Greek meatball wrap as well. Any sort of pre-cooked meat you can turn into a Greek-style wrap. So you can do Greek marinated chicken or the gyro slices pre-made from Trader Joe's work really well. I have a Greek chicken marinade recipe on my website. And then all you need are some chopped vegetables, maybe some olives, some feta, a yogurt sauce, or hummus, or both. I also love falafel in that as well. Chicken or egg salad? Make a really great either sandwich or pita or on a lettuce cup. I think sometimes we think things like chicken salad or egg salad are only for lunch, but they can totally be a dinner, especially when it's hot and it's still light out. Your body doesn't know the difference and your kids probably won't either. Non-bread pizza is another one of my favorite. We talked about that a little bit. You can make these on the grill or broil them in the oven. They take like 10 minutes total, five minutes to dress, five minutes to cook. Super easy. And then there are so many options for sandwiches or paninis. I love a grilled sandwich. My favorite is my pesto grilled chicken and veggie sandwich. That's on my website. You can do a really hearty Italian sandwich with a garlic aioli or a pesto aioli. Any of your favorite Italian deli meats, some provolone cheese, maybe some roasted red peppers or sun-dried tomatoes, lettuce, olives. Put it together on either focaccia bread or ciabatta bread or even a baguette. You can press that or keep it fresh as well. I mentioned salsa verde pork earlier in the slow cooker, but pulled pork in the slow cooker is perfect. It's next to hands off after you sear the pork, put it in the slow cooker, and then you have pulled pork sandwiches for dinner. Make a quick slaw on the side, a little drizzle of barbecue sauce. Very simple dinner and also great for a crowd. Hot honey chicken sandwiches. You can use pre-breaded chicken, drizzle it with some hot honey, serve it up with some slaw. Or I just got really excited because this wasn't in my initial notes for this episode. But yesterday I made the quickest blackened fish sandwich. I used cod. And so I used a brioche bun. I made a quick remoulade sauce, spread the bottom with remoulade, added the blackened fish, which takes like four minutes total to cook. You could also grill it. I recommend some sort of like a grill mat. Otherwise, it might stick or pan sear it. And then added that to the top. Lettuce, tomato, onion, delicious very quick. 
And then you can also do an open-faced sandwich bar. So leave out a few different spreads, maybe some mayonnaise, a couple aiolis, maybe a pesto. You can do whatever deli meats you want to leave out. Avocado, sliced tomato, sliced onion. Again, with the pickled onions, we're obsessed in my house. Really, any sort of toppings you would put on a sandwich, lay it all out in a big tray and let your family put together their own sandwiches. And then seven, sandwich or wrap adjacent, but not the same in any way, (laughs) is homemade fresh rolls. Sometimes they're called summer rolls. Basically, rice paper wraps, which are the easiest to prepare. You just dip them in hot water, lay them out, and add any of your toppings. So typically, it's some sort of a lettuce, vegetables. So we'll do thinly sliced or shredded carrots, cabbage, cucumber, avocado, mango, pineapple works too. And then you can do tofu. You can do shrimp. You can do any sort of leftover meat. Roll it up and dip it in a very easy peanut sauce. That recipe is on my website. Really, really quick dinner. Also works for lunches as well and feels a little bit different and a little more exotic than a lot of your standard like barbecue fare and things like that that you typically eat in the summer. And last but not least, number eight, though this isn't really number eight. This is like number 25 (laughs) is smoothies or breakfast for dinner. Not much is quicker than throwing together some eggs with some fruit on the side or a really simple smoothie. When it's hot, maybe your kids have been snacking all day and they don't want a full meal, whip up some smoothies. They're so easy. They're so nutrient dense. I have a whole smoothie ebook called Deliciously Drinkable. I will link that in the show notes if you want to grab that. There's 24 done-for-you recipes in that book, as well as a formula to make them your own, ideas for protein powders, and ideas to make it more kid-friendly. So that's a really great, simple breakfast, lunch, or dinner idea for the summertime. And then breakfast for dinner. You could do pancakes. You could do waffles. If you make waffles for breakfast one day, you can freeze some and then just pull them out, reheat them, serve them with some fruit and maple syrup, maybe do a little bit of yogurt on the side for a little bit of protein. It's okay to think outside the box during the summertime. It's always okay to think outside the box. But in the summertime, life just tends to be a little bit more casual. We're on the go a lot more. We don't have the time or energy oftentimes to make more complicated meals. We don't want to be in the house. We want to be outside doing things. So when we get home, we want really simple solutions for dinners. If you haven't yet listened to last week's episode, I shared summer shortcut dinner ideas. So that will give you a ton more ideas, especially with shortcuts you can buy from the grocery store just to have easy ideas on hand when even these ideas are too much for you. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it gave you a ton of ideas for low and no cook dinner ideas during the summertime. And I want to hear from you. I want to know your favorite low and no cook dinner ideas for the summer. Normally, I would ask you to DM me over on Instagram. I'm at Healthy Mama Chris over there, but I'm taking a social media break this month. So better yet, come and share with us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. We have a ton of new recipes coming to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club this month, like my famous slow cooker pulled pork recipe and pulled pork nachos with my jalapeno cilantro ranch, the ultimate fresh summer taco salad, balsamic steak salad with peaches and blue cheese, buffalo chicken shortcut meatball subs, Thai noodle steak salad, ginger lime grilled chicken with Asian slaw, and so much more. 
all with suggestions and adaptations for gluten-free, dairy-free, and I'm always there to give you suggestions for substitutions and swaps, as well as quick tips throughout the summer. So if you haven't joined yet, you can get your first week free to check it out, and then it starts at just $3 a month. It's the best way to both support the podcast and get early access to new recipes, weekly meal inspiration, meal plans, meal prep tips, grocery lists, member-exclusive recipes, and more. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris to join us over there. That's it for me today. Until next time, happy cooking. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.